Welcome to the Rundown New Music Podcast, episode number nine. I'm joined by Sylvie, or those who know her personally, Jodie. Hello, Jodie. Hello, thank you for having oh, me. It's, you're very welcome to be on, on the podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, yeah. As, as we were chatting before, I am currently deep in merch land, trying to sort out all my t-shirts. So uh, That's how much that- she loves her fans, folks. She's busy <laughs> working away, getting the merch ready for you guys. It's even going to be personally signed. Nice wee message <laughs> from her. Come on, what more can you want? I know, the gift that keeps on giving. Exactly, exactly. So there is a reason for... For, for having you on here, we're going to be talking a bit about your newest single that came out on the 4th of February, Rain. Yes, Rain. Um, let, yeah, my fourth single. Your fourth. Let's, let's, let's chat a little bit about it before we, we have a listen. So what can you tell us about it? So Rain is a song about resilience in the face of things like rejection or being treated poorly by someone who you held in quite high regard. And yeah, it's just basically about how people can seem like they're trying to help you, but they're actually hindering you more than anything and and coming to that sort of realisation that they're not actually um, that good for you and that the games are sort of over sort of thing because you're not going to be playing them anymore. Ah, fair enough, fair enough. Well then, without further ado, let's have a listen to Rain, which again came out on the 4th of February 2022. Communicating close, can elaborate. Buildings burning, don't want to time fate, but I'm starting to emulate how you operate. Check me, throw my heart around the room like a ragdoll. This is one story they tell it all. Didn't really spend a couple would be damaged. I'll struggle with the manager, I'll puzzle, save you the trouble. To you, I'm the weekend and alcohol. But Monday to Friday, I have withdrawal. One of different things, should have known that's what young springs in hindsight, but we're never going to be queens and kings. The last three speeches, tell me you won't convince me the way the Pope preaches. Fall like rain, Marmy sends me yours. Fall like rain, yours reaches and it pours.
interesting story there about how it came to be was this from a personal experience yourself or was this maybe hearing a story from like a friend or someone else or like are you okay to talk about it if, if it is like personal experience <laughs> yeah a lot, a lot I've, it's not the first time i've been asked after a song <laughs> are you okay <laughs> yeah all my songs stem from personal experiences i think i would find it quite difficult to write a song on behalf of someone else or as a sort of third like party or secondary sort of source but yeah it's from a personal experience I, I looked it up just um to check when I started writing it and I started writing it in August 2020 so mm-hmm. a while ago yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah it's just basically about a sort of failed situationship that never quite made it to a relationship but kind of maybe could have been if if it if it had worked out sort of thing so yeah it's about um just kind of feeling a little bit uh, disregarded and disposable in in relation to the the way the other person treated me that, that sounds horrible uh also <laughs> situationship i like the word <laughs> thank you is thank that, is that you. a jody personal uh, word <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't take credit i definitely heard it from someone else that's a, but, yeah uh, <laughs> that's a, a, you heard it here first though <laughs> yeah exactly exactly well so we've kind of covered the inspiration behind rain in particular what about in general like wh- wh- where else do you find inspiration when it comes to writing music yeah it's mainly that sort of theme of injustice feeling like you've been treated badly sort of adverse situations I get for my songs so I've not yet managed to write a song that is about love or happiness (laughs) (laughs) and I was in a a session like I did my first ever songwriting session last night which was amazing I've never co-wrote before um well I've never like deliberately co-wrote before if that makes sense yeah this song actually was a was the instrumental was written by my producer and I wrote the vocal melody and the lyrics but it wasn't intentional it was just like it just happened we didn't get in the room together and do that it was just he had the instrumental and I wrote everything on top of it basically but this situation last night was a session and it was really interesting because I said the words god all my songs are so bitter (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I kind of feel like they are. The only one that isn't is Wish You'd Stay, which was the single before this, and that's about like the death of a loved one. So I think that one was more profound in the sense mm. that it's a very unique situation to go through. You know, it doesn't happen every day. Whereas all the other ones are all about just people kind of maybe mistreating me or I think I always try and give them the benefit of the doubt as well and mm. not paint myself as this like perfect person I always try to acknowledge my flaws as well and say things about myself that I maybe could have done better as well so yeah it's it's mainly about sort of things that have irked me for my songwriting Arts, that I need to get off my chest. <laughs> well, I think you're using the ideal medium for that, and uh, it shows in, in, in your music. Uh, there's a lot of quality there, a lot of talent. I've got nothing bad to say about it. Oh, it's, thank uh, you. It was, it, was, it was a nice track to listen to, even though it's sort of sad. And yeah, like you can hear that you can hear the pain in it, so to speak. I know everybody's got to have a wee bit something different to say about it, but for me, listening, yeah, I could, I could hear the pain. Yeah, it's a good song. It's relatable as well. That's that's what I like. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Yeah. It's, it's, it's... Everyone's everyone's had that sort of pick me up and throw me throw me away type thing oh, yeah. happen to them. Sadly, <laughs> it's 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 more common than uncommon. I know you're right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you were talking about when you started writing this song back in 2020. We were in COVID then. We're still sort of yeah. are. COVID, how did COVID affect you? Uh, yeah, how did that affect you? COVID was actually really advantageous for me because I suffered from a lot of performance anxiety when I gigged previous to COVID. I actually only started gigging in 2019 and I only managed to gig for a couple of months and then obviously the Panny D happened, so <laughs> that didn't work out. But yeah, so COVID meant that I had this time to be like, do you know what, I'm going to put out some stuff and I don't need to gig it. How great is that? No pressure whatsoever. And it was weird because a lot of the time when I was putting out songs previously, because I, I, I did an EP previously, which has now been removed back in 2019. And um, I, ju I just felt like when I was performing it live, I wasn't quite giving it the performance that I knew I could because I was so nervous. And then I was thinking to myself, God, do people think like that I can't sing, but on the songs, it sounds like I can, like, you know, the studio versions, it sounds like I can sing. Yeah. But then when I get up and do it on a stage, I can't. And it wasn't that I, it wasn't that I couldn't necessarily. It was because I was just so pained by all the nerves that I couldn't quite get everything out that I needed to and hit the notes the way I wanted to because it was a confidence issue more than anything. Yeah. So the the pandemic was great because it meant that I could release these songs, you know, do the amount that I wanted to do vocally in the songs and not have to worry about needing to perform it on Saturday night sort of thing. So it, for a while, I think you'll probably agree, like the pandemic felt like it was never going to end. Very true, yeah. So, <laughs> So I was just kind of like, ah, I'll just record music for the rest of my life. I won't need to actually ever sing it live. The world isn't going to go back to normal. But obviously it did. And I'm really glad it has because I'm enjoying that aspect of it now, being able to share them live, especially after how long it's taken for that to happen. Yeah. How how do you feel now uh, in regards to that, that, that confidence now? Like, because, well, with, with COVID, you know, causing us to be, you know, staying at home and that. You're not really interacting with many folk. If anything, it's the polar opposite. You're just, it's you and your thoughts. 
in a house, uh, unless you're like a family or whatnot. But uh, yeah, so how how did you get from that 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 feeling, you know, that that lack of confidence to hello world, I'm here, I'm going to give you the best, and it's going to sound amazing. <laughs> well, I mean, by nature, I'm an introvert, which which is great for me because COVID meant that I got so much energy from being by myself and not having to not having to agree to be anywhere or commit to being anywhere and that was really really helpful for me because I got to just spend so much time myself I'm an only child well I was raised as an only child so I'm so used to just being on on my own so for me it was like this solace of everything that was happening and also everything that I felt was happening in my personal life previous to COVID and then also during COVID with the sort of love life situation (laughs) it meant that I had all this time to just sort of soak myself in all those feelings and I actually really enjoyed the the solitary aspect of lockdown there was tough times don't get me wrong and I think the main thing for me during lockdown was that I worked from home basically the whole way through it and I hated working from home now I work from home but it's in a different job so I enjoy it a lot more but when I was working from home with co- during COVID the first time, it was really, it was a horrible experience. It was, I just felt like a prisoner in my own house for, for various reasons, nothing to do with individuals in the company or anything. I think it was just the job itself. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was just, it was really great to be able to know that like, I, it was just me I had to impress basically. And then when I finally did the recordings they were all done remotely or when you were allowed like two households so I would literally just Mm. go myself and we would record stuff socially distanced and stuff so it was it was really really it was a great experience for me because it was what I'd always wanted to do minus the pressure basically yeah yeah no that makes sense uh it was a a troubling time yeah being isolated and whatnot and uh, what I'm liking, what I've been hearing for other people I've interviewed and talked to, yeah, it's been, it's not been such a negative. It's been more of a positive. Don't get me mm. wrong, there has been negative aspects, but the positives outweigh the negatives. So it's a good way to look at it. I feel yeah, so. That's right. What about you? Do you feel it? It was a positive. Um. Thing? Yeah, because I could, I could sit back and reevaluate what I wanted to do in life. I'd been doing the podcast beforehand. Well. That's not true. I thought about doing the podcast during the first lockdown and by the end of it, yeah, I was doing it uh, and I was doing the video promotion and yeah, it's allowed me to see that every time I I make something, I'm always improving and it's always getting better and better. So whereas before I'd maybe do something and I'd think, oh, that's not good. It's uh, how how can I make... I've just got to quit. I'm just going to stop. I'm just, yeah, I had that sort of quitter attitude. Whereas now right. I don't back down. I will give it a go. And if, it, if I, I have an issue with it, I'll come back and give it another go and figure it yeah. out, essentially. Uh, yeah. I, I think that's amazing because, I, and I agree because for me, I'm the same. COVID made me see things through, which I usually would never see through. I would usually get caught up in something else and be like, oh, and that was a good excuse basically to drop it. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a good way that you've described it there because I'm the same. I'm a very one track mind, and I've had to learn now now that life's back to normal to try and like manage everything, which is difficult. Like for example, you know, work today till five, 
do some merch stuff, come on the podcast, do merch stuff again. Like I think pre-COVID, I don't think I would have, I think I would have spontaneously combusted like <laughs> those three things. I would be like, I'll quit my job and do the rest or, oh, well, I'll just need to work and not do any music stuff. Like I could never balance it. Whereas I think now COVID's kind of put into perspective that the, the amount of hours you have in a day, I think maybe, I don't know. I don't know if there's like a subconscious thing that's happened to us all. Possibly, possibly, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, life is worth living sort of thing. Uh, don't, don't, yeah. don't, don't squander any moment. I don't know. I'm trying to think of those sayings that would be said to folk and yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, um, as I say, yeah, it's, a, it's been a lot more positive than it has been negative. And, and I like to, to hear that from folk like yourself. Um, yeah. yeah. Thoughts on the local music scene there? Uh, <laughs> yes. Tell me, uh, how, do you know, uh, how, how do you think the music, local music scene where, where you are is, is currently doing right now? Oh, it's on fire. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I'm originally from West Lothian, which is getting a lot of hype at the moment because of Lewis Capaldi and the snuts sort of coming out of. Uh, um, coming out of where we live and then there's rising bands that are coming off the back of that I've just recently moved to Edinburgh so I'm now starting to kind of get to grips with the Edinburgh scene and who's here and and then also I go to a lot of gigs in Glasgow so I already kind of knew the Glasgow scene a little bit more Mm. and the Glasgow scene I think always has that that spotlight so to be honest, on social media and stuff, if you're in the Scottish music scene, you probably have heard of the kind of top Glasgow bands and stuff. So, yeah, yeah no, I think it's, to be honest, like, I think everybody's just really working hard. I think the, the rise of other people is really giving everybody the momentum to, to kind of push off of and try and succeed themselves. So I'm really excited about what's going to happen down the line I think give it a year give it five years and from now and see who's just started out in the path in, in the pandemic even and then where they are in five years I think it'll be really interesting to watch that grow Def- definitely definitely um you're, you're, yeah. you are seeing that here and yeah Glasgow's always been the the the, the spot had a spotlight on it more than Edinburgh or anywhere else anybody I've talked to or interviewed it's the same Glasgow's their focus. Why not Edinburgh? Yep. What's wrong with Edinburgh? What's wrong with Aberdeen? What's wrong with Fife? No, yeah. it's Glasgow. <laughs> I know. Yeah, no, well, that's the thing. I mean, there's some really good bands in places like Fife and Dundee and like Ayr. And, you know, you forget that there's not just Glasgow as well. So, yeah, I think I think you're right there. There's, there's a lot happening everywhere. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But it just seems that to be noticed, you're having to get to like Glasgow or whatnot, but yeah, there are other places in Scotland, folks, like West Lothian, <laughs> uh, <laughs> among other places, Dundee, Aberdeen, and, and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, so are you are you from Glasgow? I'm from Glasgow originally. Yes, uh, but, yeah, uh, I'm in the lovely town of Paisley. Yes, home of uh-huh. Paisley, the material. <laughs> Which I only found out when I moved here. So that, that there you go. <laughs> yeah. Because I didn't know otherwise. But uh, yeah, and, and Paisley's got uh, like ties with... Um, uh, Palin I, I was just thinking the song, but I couldn't remember his name. I pencil full of lead. Uh, yeah, Palin yeah. Uh, and some actors as well. So it's Scotland's got a rich history, whether it be music or film or, 
We're wanting lots of creative. Exactly. Yeah. We're, we're a very creative country. Even though we complain about the weather where it's sunny, where it's hot or cold or rainy, windy, we will complain, but we're, guess what? We're creative. We're quite good at that and we're proud. <laughs> We're, we're creative complainers. Exactly, exactly. And we have loads of imagination. That just, yeah. Either that or we're drinking too much. I don't know. Uh, I'll, let, I'll, let, I'll let you folks decide that. Jury's out on that <laughs> exactly. one. What's in store for Sylvie between now and the end of the year and beyond? God, honestly. <laughs> I, do, do you know what? It's See, like, even... Sorry, I'm just picking a bobble up from the floor. See, even weekly at this point, there's new opportunities. Like, during the pandemic, as you know, it was a bit of a barren wasteland. There wasn't really much. I'm pretty sure Tenement TV did a few things with people that was sort of socially distanced and stuff. Mm. But to be honest, like, during the pandemic, I was doing a few virtual festivals, and that was that consisted of recording yourself and then sending it in and it all got put on a stream sort of thing and sometimes they were free sometimes people paid but now the the opportunities that are coming in it's mad because pre-pandemic when I was gigging I was usually just gigging locally in maybe small venues or like bars and things like that but now it's really cool opportunities supporting bands that I really respect in venues that are notorious and for example like down south I've started getting offered a few gigs down south already and I've only just done the first gig properly and that was in Dunfermline and I'd never get like PJ Malloy's in Dunfermline I'd never gigged there before it's just Mm. coming out of this lockdown has like made such a difference the work that I've put in sort of during lockdown to try and build a couple of songs online and then build a sort of social media audience to then come to gigs it's it's really really cool what's now happening and genuinely like the things that are happening for example last week there's been more things that have happened this week and it's just really really cool how it's all transpiring and it's it's really humbling as well because before I never really used to notice a growth it was always kind of quite stagnant Mm. and I would just kind of always be on like the same sort of level whereas I'm now starting to see month by month sort of ticking off certain goals or ticking off certain milestones and things like that like my my song Rain for example is going to be like the the highest performing the highest performing song out of the four in the first week so to me, that's really good because it shows that each one's hopefully getting better. And then, for example, this time next year, if I keep trying to keep up with that growth, then I can hopefully say that better things have happened since this time this year. Mm. So, yeah, so to be honest, like, I, I, I'm just really enjoying all the things that are happening and it's it's really, really nice to be considered by people for gigs and stuff, so... Yeah, I don't really know if I've answered that right because there's a few things that I can't like a few things that I'm not even allowed to talk about. No, I think you've I think like gigs and stuff. Yeah, I think I think you've done fine. You've not gave really anything away apart from performing in Fermlin, so and some gigs yeah. down south. So you, yeah, you've been vague enough. I don't yeah. think I don't think you've gave the the, the ghost away. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the probably the main one. The main one is King Tut's in May. 
So that's like the, you know, the New Year's Re- Revolution yes. one that was supposed to happen in January. Oh, yes. And it's, <laughs> it's all the, uh, it's like a showcase of sort of new acts sort of thing. And that's re- that was really amazing to receive that offer because I never thought that I would get that this year. It's something that I thought I'll, I'll aim towards for next year. But to come out of the pandemic and into that, obviously never got to do it in January and it's been rescheduled till May. Yeah. But that was a big one because I've always looked to King Tut's as this sort of goal in, in my mind. And I've always said, I'll give it, you know, once we get out of the pandemic, I'll build up some gigs. I'll give it, I'll give myself a year or two to try and get into either the Summer Nights Festival or the New Year's Revolution Festival. And I got that for the for the new year's revolution and it it was it was amazing i couldn't believe it i was completely taken aback so i think it's like starting to you need to sort of just believe in yourself as well and be like well you know you have worked hard and people are looking for people for these slots so why not you sort of thing and it's it's difficult i think especially being scottish you kind of put yourself down a lot and you need to like try and remind yourself that like you're doing this for a reason and that's one of the things that you want to do so accept it when it comes along <laughs> another trait that us scots have yeah we, we're quite good at putting ourselves down listen <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to that little voice that we should really ignore from time to time because it's just ourselves that are holding ourselves back really yeah 100 100 oh, yeah. yeah i agree with that i think the whole time pre-covid that's that's what was holding me back myself and now I'm just like even when it sounds a really scary opportunity and I don't think I'm good enough and you've got that sort of imposter syndrome I just Mm. say yes to it anyway I'm like (laughs) do you know what don't think about it until the gig and then when you're actually stepping on the stage that's when you need to think about it like (laughs) don't like don't psych yourself up (laughs) oh where's she going oh she's 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 rethinking coming on stage (laughs) (laughs) King Tots of all places could you believe it (laughs) nah I'm sure it'll be fine (laughs) I'm I'm sure it will be fine (laughs) yeah so we're going to listen to two songs now before we come back to yourself of course we're going to look at two songs that came out in January they they both came out on the same day funny funny that eh? just 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 (laughs) just happens folks both these songs came out on the 21st of January, 2022. First song we're going to be listening to is, I'm pretty sure it's a girl group. I'll need to double check that one. Song's called Behind the Black Door. And oh, it's by Uninvited. Uh, yeah, there you go. Would you like to introduce it then? <laughs> <laughs> this is Behind the Black Door by Uninvited.
behind the black door. What did you find behind the black door? Was it uninvited or what? <laughs> <laughs> Good one. I really like it. I, I think it's very catchy. When I first, when you first sent me it, I just played it. I didn't look at who it was. Mm. And I haven't actually listened to it yet, but I've seen it on social media and stuff. But because my release and everything, I've just not had time to do anything. But I finally listened to it and I'm so glad I did because it was it was a banger. Um, I, I originally thought, as it spires, it, it was given those like really cool harmonies mm. that, that spires do with the sort of punky, sort of rocky influence. But then when I realised it was uninvited, I was like, oh yeah, and, and the voices in it are amazing. Really nice tones to the voices. I love the hooky guitar riff. I'm pretty sure that's Bex, who, I'm, uh, <laughs> who, who I know. Shout out to Bex. <laughs> there you go. And uh, I, I really like the, the the opening lyric. Nobody listens. My voice is too soft. I think that's quite a kind of a bold statement to come out of because a lot of the time, especially women, are sort of painted as these like soft spoken, gentle creatures, and you think you you're often made to think that a woman wouldn't be able to be a leader and be followed or listened to because their voices are too soft, that sort of um, connotation. So I thought that was really cool. I also like the make the rich richer. I always say that. Um, <laughs> I'm one of those folk who's like, that's how the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. And it took me, a, it, when when I finally realised the black door was Downing Street, <laughs> number 10 Downing Street, when the penny dropped, I was like, yes. And I liked at the at the end, I liked the repetition of make make noise. Like they were like make noise, make noise, mm. because that's ultimately what influences change. So I think that yeah, I, I think it's got a really good message, and I also thought it was really catchy. Or maybe the make 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 noise was also uh, kind of predicting the future in regards to the parties at number ten. Oh, you never know, yeah. You never know, folks. You never know. Yeah, like, I never thought about Spires, but see, when I think back, listening to it there, yeah, like, I could see where you're coming from. Very similar, uh, Mm -hmm. because they're both equally talented, but uh, imagine that, those two collaborating, that'd be quite, oh, I don't know if I could handle that on stage. It'd be too much, be too much goodness. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we yeah, throw you yeah. in there as well and then yeah uh, it sounds like it's going to be a great night you know <laughs> that should happen night to remember. <laughs> exactly get all power that's it folks you know the, the year of the female artist the year of the female band yeah, yeah. definitely definitely 22 is you know shaping up to be a good year so far hopefully that continues would you like to introduce the next song <laughs> Yeah, do you know the so is it is it is it pronounced Riley? I think it Riley. I think it's real. Real real eight. It's just real, the eight silent. Ah, right, okay. Or it maybe okay, really. So is... It might be real. Oh no. I'm, I'm, I can't yeah. I remember talking to her about it over in, uh, over IG and, and uh, yeah, because I was curious myself. But the right. eight silent if you better call, so it doesn't matter. Uh, the, okay. Yeah. Okay, well, keeping with the colour theme or the shade uh, theme, this is In the White Room by Rail. And it came out on the 21st of January 2022. <laughs> like an echo in the forest, I- 
Sounds like a Beatles album, doesn't it? <laughs> Could be. <laughs> Thoughts? Yeah, so I thought there was some interesting melody choices. I really liked the lyric, if the memories were the same, would you make it out like you were less insane? I think that's really cool and quite thought-provoking because I think it kind of touches on the whole kind of gaslighting aspect of when people try and change what actually happened to make themselves look better and more favourable in the situation. So I thought that was cool. Yeah. And I, and I, it gave me, if we're going to talk about influences like we did with Uninvited, it gave me sort of Billie Eilish, Dylan Fraser vibes and structure and melody, but it felt like the instrumental, like what was being used in the instrumental was slightly different. Like it didn't sound like their typical instruments that they would use so I feel like they were kind of going for something a little bit different instrumentally but Mm. structurally and kind of melodically I thought it was it was that sort of dark pop kind of thing I thought it was cool oh yeah very dark very dark but hey it works it worked very well it's it's a song another another great song that I can you know without a doubt go back and listen to and thoroughly enjoy it Uh, I don't think I've ever featured a song I don't enjoy personally <laughs> no, it'd be no to discriminate or anything. I, I, I'll feature all songs. I, I'm not. Yeah, even though my tastes might vary. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's got their tastes. Yeah, but can't be helped. Very inclusive. Everybody's welcome. You know, if you've got a song, submit it, etc. Personal <laughs> plug. Don't know why, but hey. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was it, it, another great song. Yeah, but but, but I, I think they were both great. Yeah, yeah, it was it was cool. So, are they is um, real uh, Scottish as well? No, mm, oh, I want to because I hadn't heard of them. Mm. I'd, I've heard of Uninvited, yeah. but I've not heard I of. Don't think so. I need to look it up. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'll I'll put it in the description once I figure that one out. <laughs> um, yeah, no bother. Yeah, I, I feel yeah. like I should have wrote that down as well. Jodie. 
Yeah. It sounds like a it sounds like a problem. It, it sounds like you're in trouble. Uh, what's <laughs> in store for yourself between now and beyond? Oh God, um, God, I don't. I, I genuinely don't know. As I say, everything's moving so quickly in terms of gig offerings and stuff. I hope, I mean, I hope that I can just continue this year. I would really like to continue doing some cool support slots this year. I'm not, re- I've not really got a headline in sight unless it's very, very end of 2022. And that's if there was quite a spike in sort of engagement in terms of tickets and things mm. getting bought for, for the support slots. I don't think I'll do a headline until I'm very confident that I can fill that room, whatever room that would be. Because I think ultimately with a headline, I think I would like it to be a really special experience that like, hopefully would maybe sell out or be close to selling out. Not for the title of it selling out, but so that it's the sort of, you're making the most of the opportunity, basically. And for me, I think I would like to release a lot more songs this year than I did last year. I actually only released one song last year. And I was really disappointed with myself for that. And I beat beat myself up a lot about that. But we live and we learn and we move. We move and we grow. We do. Um, But because like the first two Sylvie songs were the very, very end of 2020. And they came out within, I think, like two months of each other. So it was very quick. And then the there was a very big gap. And then the middle of 2021, I released Wish You'd Stay, which is the third one. And then there's been like a seven, eight month gap. And, and now there's rain. So what I'm planning to do is I'm aiming to get one out every two months or every three months. Oh, nice. So I just really need to find the, the time and the funds to be able to because I had actually planned on like February and March just being studio months and I was just going to be in the studio but yeah. they've ended up being I'm doing like three gigs in uh, February and I think like four or five in March <laughs> I didn't I totally didn't like I didn't account for that at all in my yearly plan but this is that's kind of what I was trying to say earlier like it's moving so quick and you just can't I, th- I think like one of my favorite quotes is like God laughs when you plan or like when you plan God laughs or whatever because it's just kind of like well you don't know what's ahead you don't know what's going to come in your way so I mean the the main thing I'm doing this year is not booking a holiday <laughs> just in case it clashes with <laughs> anything I don't want to like book a holiday and then get offered a really cool slot and be like oh no I'm away in Italy or something <laughs> Do you know what I mean so I've not been on holiday for so long. I've not been on holiday since like 2018 because of the pandemic wow. and all that. So, but I think what I'll do is if I if I really am feeling some hot time in the sun, I think I'm gonna book it really last minute, like and get the get the flight. Like I'll, oh, I've got a free week. I'm gonna book it really last minute and take that week to just go go somewhere but right now I feel like I can't plan anything like even for example I would love to go to concerts and festivals myself but I feel like I don't want to do anything too far in advance in case something happened and then I would have to turn it down based on something else that I'd committed to or whatever so yeah I'm just I'm just hoping that things keep progressing the way they are and if I can just make those little tiny milestones each month like a new thing this month, a new thing that month. It's I, I'm not expecting to do anything crazy overnight. I just mean like the little things that when you look back after the 12 months, you can go, 
you know, if you achieve one thing each month, then you've achieved 12 things that year in your music journey. So that's kind of what I'm trying to do. The, like January, it was to reach like a thousand followers on everything. Yeah. And then February, it was to do the first gig and release the song. And like, I'm just going to kind of keep setting goals and yeah, not get too ahead of myself, but at the same time be kind of pushing for to, to make sure that I'm always kind of achieving stuff. Yeah, and that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, small milestones. Uh, and, yeah. and then, yeah, who knows what will happen. Keep those expectations sort of low, but not too low that you're, mm, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a balancing act, isn't it? Because uh, yeah. you want to get excited, but at the same time, you don't want to get too excited and then it hits you more. Exactly. Yeah. You don't want yeah, you don't want to set yourself up for anything that doesn't transpire because then that could negatively kind of impact you and make you discourage you from from wanting to keep going. But what I've found with music is that like you can get these knockbacks and you feel like it's the end of the world and then the next day something happens and you're like, "Do you know what? I actually think I'll keep going." <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy for like what what a difference a day makes. Like one of my favorite songs by Dinah Washington or her version anyway and uh, like it really it, it's so true what a difference a day makes I remember I got like really bad feedback for something once and I was beside myself and then the next day I got a really cool gig opportunity and I was just like do you know what you need to it's made me a bit more abrasive to critique because I'm like just because one person doesn't like it or one person said something bad doesn't mean that you need to it's the end of the world and you need to quit like for every one person who hates it there's usually one person who likes it so true yeah it's a, I think like when you think about it like even if you only even if only one percent of the world liked what you did you'd probably still have how many people are in the world do you know what I mean like you'd probably still have maybe like a million I don't know maybe even more than a million, 17 million people or something. I can't remember what the figures are, but <laughs> you, you, you're going to have a lot of people that still like what you do. It's just about trying to keep going and persevering until you find those people that, that do like what you do. But to answer your question a wee bit better, coming up for me, I've got a gig with Fresh Sounds in my hometown of Mid Calder on the 19th of February. So that's like next week. And that's supporting Connor Fife who's like amazing if you haven't heard of him and then I've got Dictator supporting Dictator at Stereo in Glasgow on the 25th nice venue that's my first yes great <laughs> venue um it's my first full band gig as well so the other ones are with my electric guitarist but this one is full band and then March I've got... When is this going out? Sorry. <laughs> Should I still look at this beforehand? So this will be going out on Monday... Mon- next week. So... Right, Where's so the calendar Monday, right now? <laughs> uh, literally. So not this Monday, but next Monday. No, this Monday. Oh, this Monday. Right, okay. I'm trying to think. I don't know if I'll... Okay, so I'm doing a festival in March. And then... What else am I doing? Oh, supporting rest in Falkirk in March. I'm doing another really exciting thing in March that's like I, I can't talk about yet because it's a thing that can't be spoken about, unfortunately. No, but yeah. <laughs> ah, I know. And then um, it's, it, it makes it sound like really like, 
oh and all that but you're just kind of like well I've just been asked by the promoter not to say anything yeah no I kind of <laughs> I don't want to annoy them <laughs> I know it's, it's not it's not like it's not like oh I'm gonna be uh, you know I'm signed to a record label it's not like anything as big as that it's just it makes it sound that way but it's like it's just the promoter's like can you not announce this to now and I'm like all right yeah <laughs> So yeah, so that's kind of what's coming up the next couple of months, and then yeah, I've got a few more gigs th- the rest of the year in in June. Oh, shut up! No, the place I'm doing in um, in March isn't Manchester. I've got Manchester in June. Ah. I'm in another place in England in March, but I, but that but I can't. But I, I should, probably shouldn't say because you would know maybe what it was. Maybe. it's so annoying. I don't even know. If, I don't even know. It could be announced like before the podcast is out, and then I'm going to be annoyed I didn't plug it. <laughs> Well, that that's the, that's the upside and downside to this because uh, it could be, and we'll never know. know. <laughs> we'll never know. know. <laughs> oh, but I think you asked it very very well. Although I feel like I'm not prepared well enough to say that. Oh, the podcast goes out next week. But that that's <laughs> been my perspective and your perspective. But what about the person listening? They're listening to it then, so. Uh, I know, I know, it's like a big, like, big, what's it called? The Matrix, like all the different dimensions. Ah, exactly, something like just, oh, <laughs> wibbly wobbly. Yeah, but that brings us on to the quick fire round. I really need oh. to come up with a better name for it. Yeah, Maybe, maybe cool. I'll call it the Sylvie round, who knows. <laughs> <laughs> so, to begin things, uh, to kick things off, favourite food? <sighs> Oh, this is supposed to be quick. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know what I call that. Oh God! I think I'll go. I'll go for lentils. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like you'll have lentils as a meal. <laughs> lentil dal, but I also love like lentil in a pie or lentil soup or whatever. So I just gone for the the lentil itself. <laughs> soup, I can understand, but pie. Yeah, I don't eat meat, so like a lentil ah, pie right, is okay. pretty good. Yeah. I'm, I'm still I'm still processing that a lentil pie. Wow, what have I been missing in my own life? A lentil pie. And not much, to be honest. <laughs> hey, I'm willing to try anything new. I feel like I need to try that at some point. A lentil pie. Oh, yeah, let me know. Let me know if you. I do. will, and I'll, I'll let you know if it was uh, delish or eh. yeah. If it was, if it changed your life. Hey, right. <laughs> we'll find out. Favorite swear word. So maybe either you're calling somebody a name or you've accidentally, the example, probably the best example to give, you've stubbed your toe or you've injured yourself and you, you react instantly. Like, what, what is that uh, word? Do you have one? Is, would you consider Christ a swear word? Because I say Christ all the time. No, I'm going to say it's a swear word, but... It's like blasph- blasphemy, isn't it? <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know. I really don't know. Like it's. <laughs> I say. I mean, I say. I'm always like, oh shite, like or mm. oh Christ or fuck's sake. I've actually got quite a potty mouth, to Ooh. be fair, which a lot of people don't expect because, like, when they meet me, I'm I'll just swear all the time, and they're kind of taken aback, and I'm like, yeah, my dad calls me a potty mouth. Well, <laughs> um, yeah, I think it, do you know what? It's just expressive, isn't it? Do you swear a lot? De- de- depending on who I'm with, depending on who I'm with. If it's right. if it's in a proper setup, environment, I don't know. If it's someone I don't know, I will talk fine, I'll talk normal. But if it's yeah. a friend, oh, I'm dropping bo- bombs left, right, and center. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. To be honest, I'm the same. If it, it depends on the situation, yeah, formal and informal. You kind of yeah. you kind of know, and you can you, you kind of know when to. And you can kind of relax a bit, and you, you don't need to think about it. But then there's times where, well, you're just you're just focused on wherever you are, and yeah, maybe somebody yeah. else will swear, but you're not going to because you don't want to make people think, let people think. Well, I just swear all the time anyway, but. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Aye, so I know that's 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 funny. Most embarrassing moment. I'm sure you've got a oh. few. <laughs> God, have you got like a couple of hours? I'll tell you an embarrassing moment that's happened. Re- so this is one of the most recent ones because okay. there there is a plethora of uh, embarrassing moments in my life but one of the most recent ones was I went to a gig at the 13th note at the weekend this is how regularly embarrassing things happen to me so 13th note at the weekend and I'm meeting a lot of people from Twitter that I've never met before I was at my my friend's gig and um, a lot of them I've spoke to during the pandemic musicians and just kind of like Twitter people in general were going to be there. So I was really excited to meet everybody and properly see them for the first time. And my mum always asked me, she she drinks only decaf tea. Okay. And she always, <laughs> you're like, where the hell is this going? <laughs> um, she always asks me to take a tea bag for her in my pocket when we're going anywhere. And she was at my house that week. And she was like, would you take, like, we were going to my auntie's house. She was like, oh, take a decaf tea bag in your pocket for when we're going to Auntie Lainey's. I'm like, no bother. So I think I took two and she only had one. So I still had the tea bag in my pocket, right? And uh, my mask had been in my pocket with the tea bag. (laughs) And and then, so go in the venue, put the mask on, go down the stairs, you go into the actual venue um, and you can take your mask off. So I took my mask off and I've just arrived. So every, and and I got there kind of a bit later than everyone else because we had the 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 bulb blue in the um, in the car on the on the ma oh, wow. another story <laughs> anyway so I'd arrived a wee bit later and everybody sort of oh hi oh Jody nice to see you blah 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 so spoke to a good few people right yeah. and go to the toilet and there is brown all over my face like everywhere on my chin on my nose on my cheeks on my lips and I'm just like what the hell has happened here (laughs) like what has gone down for this to have happened to me and then I look and I'm like it's my mask the tea bag had exploded in my pocket and went all over the mask and then I put the mask on my face and it had transferred onto my face (laughs) and this was the first time that they had all met me they'd never met me in real life before and they're probably thinking to themselves oh she's pretty good at photoshop like she's obviously got like brown freckles or something (laughs) all over her face she's pretty good at photoshop she's never usually got that and so no but so as a result no one said anything to me Mm. and I'm and I come out the toilet and I'm and the and the gig start and I'm like I can't, I can't even go around everybody and go by the way that was actually really funny there was because then the gig because then the gig's starting and I'm thinking to myself do they all just think I've got like brown speckles all over my face like it was it was it was horrible but then anyway to release it to release that energy I tweeted about it so anybody that had any queries about it will now be informed that it was in fact a tea bag and then to to, to add fuel to the fire because I tweeted about it being a tea bag, 
I didn't realise that, 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 that a tea bag had a, a sexual connotation. I'm very sheltered, never knew that at all. Wow. And I've got everybody going, oh yeah, tea bag and all that. And I'm like, what? And this is like a Sunday morning, <laughs> and I'm like, what about a tea bag? I don't get it. Like, is it, and then every time this happens, I'm like, okay, it must be a sexual joke because I don't get it. So I Google it, and I'm like, oh for fuck's sake! Like, so anyway, <laughs> yeah, um, embarrass myself even th- even further. So anyway, yeah, that, there's an embarrassing moment. Wow, <laughs> wow. See, I'm, when you when you were te- when you were telling it, I'm, I'm thinking because I've been to the 13th, 13th not a few times. I'm thinking, well, maybe the lights are lower than normal because you said you got there later, and that's how they've not really seen it. But this, you say this is before the music started, so I'm yeah why did nobody say anything to you like i know and this is the thing because they had just met me they must have honestly thought that that's what my face was like that was my face so it would have been rude if because they'd never seen me otherwise so like it would have been rude if they had said something because it could have just been like my skin what brand of tea was it just out of curiosity (laughs) I probably, honestly, probably like Sainsbury's own decaf wow. or something. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, Sainsbury's. Uh, your tea bags are not safe in pockets. No, they're not safe. <laughs> Discontinue them immediately. No, they're not safe for pocket transportation. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but no, I like that. That's, that's, that's a nice story. I like that. That's a, it's still the worst, but that's, no, it's, it's nice. It's nice. Thank you. The, the main thing is you can laugh at it. That, that's... That's what makes it good. Exactly. If you didn't laugh, you would greet. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can, I can, I can feel you on that one there for sure. <laughs> Biggest pet peeve. Oh God. We've all got them. Um, <laughs> let me think. Um, I've got them. I'm just trying to think. Uh, um. Oh, when rich people be- pretend to be poor. Like when when you're getting a taxi with your friend, oh, yeah. right? Or you get or you're sharing a taxi with someone and they're like not wanting to pay half and then they get out at their mansion and you're like, Okay, well I'll just foot the bill for this then, Ron Ronald. Like um that was a that was a hypothetical story, by the way. <laughs> but um, I was gonna say, do yeah, you know yeah. any rich people? <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I, yeah, I just I don't like it when people like pretend to have this like cult like culture of like struggle and poverty when actually they're like very privileged. Mm. And I'm not saying I know I'm not I'm not it's not targeted at anybody. I think just in general, like the sort of upper classes can sometimes paint themselves to be martyrs and and they're not sort of thing. So yeah, no, I get I get where you come from. If you had your own cocktail or mocktail, what would be in it? And what would it be called? Okay, so, right, I'm going to go for the Sylvie Slurp. Um. Sounds like a slush puppy. (laughs) Yeah, why not? Right, we'll go, we'll go blue slush puppy, vodka, and um, whatever's in, like, a purple rain. Chuck that in the blue liqueur, like the blue alcohol liqueur thing that's in a purple rain cocktail yeah but it's it's a purple rain cocktail with a twist called the sylvie slurp (laughs) 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 sounds bogging actually doesn't it i feel like that's something that needs to be tried and see if it is bogging or if if you've just stumbled upon the next best uh, combination of drink (laughs) well you know what next time we're at a gig 
we will pour those to we will pour those ingredients into a glass and we'll make that decision. We will, we will. <laughs> do you have a do you have a favourite uh, drink? Just just out of curiosity. I'm not a I'm not a massive drinker, but I drink um, primarily just like a cider, um, like a Copperberg or a dark fruits oh, nice. or something like that. What about you? Me, I'm a rum guy. I'm a, I'm a oh, Morgan's okay. and Coke, or I'll have the cheaper equivalent in the bar, depending on what's there, really. <laughs> right. Um, cool. cool. Yeah, can't go wrong. Uh, and I don't get hangovers the... from it, so. Oh, that's class. Are you on the doubles or singles? Singles, usually, because I like to pace myself. Um, Quite right. Very wise. I've, I've, I've made the mistake before. That's how I do get headaches and that the following days. If I've had more in the glass than I would normally, yeah, it's bad. Right. But right. Proper measures. You, you'll, see, you'll see yourself through the night and you'll wake up the next day and you'll be fine. Mainly <laughs> fine, I suppose. Yeah, mainly. Mainly. <laughs> Good advice. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, and same, same here. It's really social, special occasions, whatnot. It's no. Every night I'm like, oh, hello, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> yeah. Maybe during lockdown it, it was my friend for a little while, but uh, right. Yeah, that 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 didn't last very long because no one like no, you don't just just don't drag on your own, folks. It's not a good it's not a good experience. Uh, I wouldn't yeah. wish it upon no, anybody. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I see. I see drinking as mainly a sort of social tool to help me be more confident that's that yes. i'm not even that bothered about like the taste or, <laughs> or anything i just care about like it gives me a little bit of a boost to chat to people on a night out keeps you awake a wee bit longer that's true depending on what you drink that's true yeah it does help with the confidence because then you can say hi everybody and you're just that nerves just what nerves what you talking about i, I wasn't nervous yeah, i'm fine okay. Who's, who's nervous? Not, not us. Are you sure it's not you that's nervous and you're just projecting that onto me? Yeah. See? So we're nearing the end. Uh, cool. This one probably is going to take you a while to come up with. Uh, do you have a favourite single or EP or album? And who is it by? Oh, Jesus, right. <laughs> Um, I should cue in the yeah. countdown music here. <laughs> I've got yeah, yeah, I've got it. It's the it's the Surround Me EP by Leon. She's a Swedish soul pop singer, and it's got four songs on it. Let's see if I can remember them: Body, Surround Me, I Believe in Us, and can't remember the other one. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, oh. I can't remember. Um, <laughs> I would take too long trying to remember it. Um, but yeah, I absolutely love it. And I played it a lot in a kind of time when I was, it was before lockdown, but it was a very isolating time for me because a parent was ill and I didn't really leave the house. Yeah. So it was like a very comforting album, well, EP for me because I kind of felt like, I was just listening to music all the time because I wasn't really going out and stuff and I don't watch TV so I was just kind of like listening to it over and over and I love the songs on it and still do love the songs on it so um, the fact I've not got sick of them yet is a miracle. <laughs> Definitely check it out uh, by the sounds of it. Uh, yeah, uh, that's, that's nice, that's nice. Yeah. Thank you, she's cool. 
She sounds it. She sounds it. If if you were to ask why, I, it cha- does change from time to time. But I suppose the one I can think of, that, well, without really having to think, Careless Whisper, George Michael. Wow! Oh, that's a good one. That got me through a a, a, a difficult time in my life when I was in hospital, and uh, yeah. Um, fun fun fact about that time. Uh, I thought I saw my dad. I saw my mum. I thought I saw my dad, but I was saying hi, dad, to a bin. <gasps> That's hilarious. Was it like um, you were like sedated? Yeah, I'd had an operation, yeah. and uh, yeah, right. I was still under sort of under the influence, and yeah, I was like hi, dad, to a bin. Oh, <laughs> bit insulting. Yeah, and a nurse <laughs> and a nurse played a joke on me. Would you like an iPad? And I'm like. Uh, where? Uh, would you like an iPad? Uh, yeah, sure. I don't, I'm not going to turn on an iPad. So you would, you'd like an iPad? And I'm like, you mean an actual Apple iPad? And it's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. And no, it was an actual just pad for putting on your eye. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Here's me getting excited. Like, oh, I'm getting technology. But no, it's just, yeah. You're looking at her like the lowest of the low. You are. Yeah, exactly. You. I'm just like, <laughs> wow. Just, but it, it, made, it made me smile. So. <laughs> yeah, no, that is a good one. Nurses are amazing. Like they are. They, they're they're amazing. So it's good that they play wee jokes like that to lift your spirits. It is, and I'm sure it gives them a wee chuckle as well. It cheers them up also because exactly they're, they're there all the time. So I know on those long yeah. shifts. But sadly, we're we're, we're on the last question. Oh. <gasps> it's flown by so fast crazy crazy where can everybody find you and your music I am Sylvie Sounds on everything so S-I-L-V-I and then Sounds um, and yeah I'm on Spotify it's just Sylvie but I think if you want to find me it's really annoying Spotify isn't great for like showing me first when you type in Sylvie because I'm not popular enough yet basically so you need to either type in the song and then my name or my name and then the song or maybe just the song would come up now for some of them but um but if you go onto any of my social medias there's like a link tree where you can go onto Spotify or iTunes I'm on you know if you've got an Alexa you can ask Alexa for my song just make sure you say like the song name and and my name and it'll hopefully find she'll hopefully find me um but yeah Sylvie Sounds there you go there you go folks Uh, also I can add in that uh, the song is already available on the rundown new music playlist 2022 edition that's updated as regularly as can be so you, you will find the song there if you can't if you're searching for it and it's not there but you have the playlist saved uh, not only that but the song will also be linked in the description of this podcast so oh, thank yeah, you you're very welcome so there's no need to google it for, well you wouldn't be googling it but yeah it'll be there <laughs> so thank you Jodie thank you for joining me this evening giving up a little bit of that merch time to <laughs> share your story with us and then well as soon as we're done you're getting back to those merch 
items for those. Back to the ground. Yeah, back to the ground. Couldn't put it better myself. (laughs) (laughs) I really, really appreciate you having me on. It's it's been great, and I appreciate that you take time to do this and promote new artists. So yeah, you're doing an amazing job. All your stuff's really cool. All the videos and all that that you put out as well are amazing. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me and. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It must be a lot of hard work doing this and finding people to to come on every week or however however often you do it. And um, yeah, it's 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 great. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, no, thank you, thank you very much. And uh, yeah, thank you for being on the show. And uh, yeah, uh, thank you for listening, folks. We're going to be ending on a new track that came out in January. There's still songs I've got from January that I haven't shared yet. So this is called Another Night by O Romance. I was going to say good night, folks, but it's not good night. Until next time, folks, I'll see you later.